everyone, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. It's the finale! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And this is our third drama. Yes. Completed. Almost completed. Yes. Close within this next hour, hour and a half, whatever. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Me too. It's been, uh, it's been interesting, like, no, isn't this our fourth? Oh yeah, technically, right, because we did that short one. No, because we did Descendants, then Romance, Strong Oh yeah, I totally forgot about Romance. (laughs) I did like Romance. Technically, then we've done five. Five, yeah. Because we did that really short Netflix thing, the yeah, four part. Yeah, the like... Sorry, romance. <laughs> I did like you. Just not as much as Min Min, I guess. Yeah. Skipped it's, over you. I feel like you've grown attached to Min Min as time has gone on. I really on. have, yeah. But it's not like I follow that actor or anything. Well, yeah, now he's on I'm the military, like, too. So I'm just like, like, Min Min. I like saying Min Min, I think. Min Min, yeah. It's and he always looked really good. Best dressed. That's true. Super handsome. Best dressed of every drama we've watched mm-hmm, so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed, yeah. What a winner. Um, yeah, so technically five then. Wow, we've put a lot under our belt in yeah. a relatively short amount of time. And it's almost been a whole year. I. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Because we did like one of our fo- first Insta pics, like Halloween. Yeah. That's true. Wow, guys. It's, it's been fun. Yeah. What a year. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really like this one. It was definitely not the most More exciting ending, mm-hmm. but definitely not the worst ending I've ever seen yeah. in a drama. So. Yeah. I guess we'll do, like, the deep dive about our feelings and thoughts and whatnot yeah. next, next time. Week. And, yeah. like, maybe a little bit more towards the end. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, but, yeah. Should we just get... jump into it? I say yes. All right. <clears throat> Episode 15 starts with Joseph realizing the user rate has reversed and Baro is now ahead of Unicorn. And they freak out and start celebrating. So she's showing them in the office. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, um, Joseph and Jenny and Ellie, all those people, they're all super mm-hmm. excited. And they call Tommy, and Tommy's in her car crying because Morgan just broke up with her. And he's like, are you crying happy tears? Mm-hmm. I hope. And then Scarlett gets on the phone and she tells Tommy to come back to the office. Tommy comes back and then there's a touching little flashback of Tommy meeting or having nice moments with each member of the task force team. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. It's always nice to see those little flashbacks because you're like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was really shitty to him at first. <laughs> and now they get along quite well. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then Tommy thanks the team, and basically all of Otto claps for them and congratulates them, and Brian's, like, super happy dad, like, so proud of his little kids. Uh-huh. His little task force kiddos. His little ducklings. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brian takes them to celebrate, and they go to a, how do you pronounce this? Norebang. Norebang, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm learning. He takes them to a Norebang, which is karaoke, to celebrate. I think I already said that. Uh-huh. And Tommy's getting fucking wasted. I put lit. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> there's a shot of her just like pouring herself a shot, and then another of whiskey, and yeah. another. Not and just not just soju. Yeah, shot. and Scarlett's like off to the side, like eyeing her, like the fuck. Uh huh. So she asks her, um, 
she asked her to come with her or something. And Tommy's about to sing her song. She's like, I have to sing. She's like, no, come with me. Mm-hmm. And she asks her why she's faking being happy, even though she looks like she's about to cry. And Tommy confesses that Morgan broke up with her. And Scarlett tells Tommy that her boyfriend is going to the military. So they're basically breaking up too. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett pulls her in for a hug. They cry. And it's just... This moment between the two of them talking and complaining about relationship. Yeah, it's, like, kind of sweet in the moment. Mm Because you feel bad for both of them, but you're like, oh, they're friends. Yeah, and Tommy's also drunk, so she's just kind of, like, doing word vomit at this point. Uh Just talking about everything. And then it cuts to all the rest of the task force crew just sitting there silently depressed now. Because Tommy had the mic, and it was hot, and everyone could hear everything she was saying. (laughs) Yeah, because they... Because Scarlett pulled her into, like, the hallway, mm-hmm. and the rest of the team was, like, in the Naughty Bomb room, which like, waiting. their tambourines yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and then it cuts to them, and they're just sitting there sadly and quietly. <laughs> Everyone's just kind of looking around. They don't know what to do or say. So I think Ellie is, like, laying down on the sofa, just <laughs> not looking at anyone. Like, what a bummer, man. Yeah. Nice going, Tommy. Mm-hmm. So, then we cut to Tommy and Scarlett back at the bottle offices, and they've made little beds on the desks. It kind of looks like they just shoved everything. so uncomfortable. I know. It almost looks like they were, like, operating room tables or something. Why didn't they just go home? Right? Or, like, even just, like, go to a hotel or something. I'm sure there are, like, I don't know, bottle seems really fucking cool. I'm sure there are sofas. Yeah. I feel like like there's a lounge nap area in that place, because it seems like... A techie place, like you think mm-hmm. of Silicon Valley, and they have all these like fun things you can do at yeah. work. I feel like there would be a nap room at Bottle. Totally, but no, they just like, and it's not even their desks. <laughs> Did you notice? <laughs> yes, that? it's like Ellie. Who the fuck? <laughs> it's like Ellie and Joseph and Alex and Jenny's desk. Everyone else's desks, basically, but their they own. They just t- like shoved all of their belongings off and just put pillows on them. And they're just laying down with straws Mm-mm. in these, like, bottles of alcohol. Like, whiskey. I don't know what the fuck Scarlet's drinking. It's a fancy-looking bottle. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, they just, like, talk about their past and working together and, like, what's the meaning of life and mm-hmm. happiness. They're kind of doing, like, drunk sleepover talk. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're, like, basically almost asleep. Yeah. Like, just kind of, you know. Mumbling shit. Doing that thing. So then we see Ga Gyeong is reading the news, and her husband comes by um, at their apartment place, mm-hmm. and they talk about the reversal, and Ga Gyeong tells him that she knew that Tommy and Scarlett would ultimately win because of how strong they are, and her husband's like, it's because you taught them to be that way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a very supportive of Ga Gyeong. Yeah. He's, like, really sweet, unlike his crazy mother. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Cannot. Yeah. Um... So then we see that Ga Gyeong holds a meeting at Unicon and basically tells, like, all of the senior whatever leadership people uh, that they shouldn't try to be like Bado, but, like, basically they need to, instead of trying to compete with Bado, uh, they need to forge their own image and their mm-hmm. own brand. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, well, people like Bado because of this. And she was like, okay, well, obviously we're not going to beat Bado at being, like, cool and mm-hmm. hip and, like, young and friendly. So we're going to try to be more, like, luxurious and elegant and blah, blah, blah. Classy. Cla- exactly. And so, like, there's um, an audience for both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, this is cutting into 
I think episode 16, mm-hmm. um, but there's a cut to both of the screens side by side, both mm-hmm. the home pages. And I was thinking, like, man, the bottom one looks so much cooler. Yeah. It's, like, flashy and, like, bright, pretty orange, and it just, uh-huh. like, pops. And the Unicorn one is, like, pretty simple and basic and, like, more yeah. neutral tones. Yeah. It's, it is interesting, because I kind of feel like, um, I was trying to compare it to brands mm-hmm. here, and, yeah, I kind of feel like Unicorn is trying to be almost more like a Mercedes, kind of, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. almost kind of boring, but, yeah, like, but, classy. like, sleek and something everyone wants. Yeah, and Bato is more, like, Volkswagen or, mm-hmm. like, a Mini or something, mm-hmm. like... Something that's hip, bright, fun. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, then Brian comes into the office and finds it trashed <laughs> with Tommy and Scarlett asleep on the desks. And he wakes them up, but they're still mm-hmm. drunk, which, have you ever had that happen where you wake up still no. drunk? I've only ever had that happen to me once, and it was sounds awful. terrible. It sounds fucking awful. <laughs> and I had to go to work that day. Oh, God. So you were living in a K-drama? Pretty much, but I was... But you didn't look put together like they do in K-dramas? Uh, no, probably not. I was still working at Old Navy. Mm. So, didn't uh, give a fuck. No, and I was like... I mean, I, yeah, I was still in college. Mm-hmm. I was probably 21. And I, basically, I did not cut. I had a drink mix. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ooh, this is really sweet. So instead of putting water to water it down, uh-huh. which I'm sure is what you're supposed to do, me being like 21 stupid, Caitlin was like, I'll just put more vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so I had almost like half a bottle of oh, vodka God. just to myself. Oof. And I didn't realize, and I was, like, it was to the point where I could barely walk. It was just a whole mess. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, me trying to figure out drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's terrible. But they seem to be playing it off just fine. Yeah. And they're kind of older, so. But it is a drama. This is not real life. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Um, they're still drunk and, like, just kind of mumbling nonsense. And he's basically like, you need to get yourself together and leave before people see you so you don't embarrass yourself. Yep. All the people you work with. Uh-huh. Um, and then Brian is, like, carrying these flowers and I think Scarlett's like, what's with the flowers? And he's like, they're for you. Mm-hmm. And they're from Solji Kwan for Scarlett. I think congratulating her or something. I forget. And uh, she's, like, super psyched. She's like, oh, my God. I love when she gets really excited like that, and she's, uh-huh. like, squealing. It's uh-huh. so funny. Yeah, she's really cute. Um, but then she's like, oh, my God, he's so sweet, blah, 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 blah. And then Tommy, like, she looks at Tommy, and then she, like, pretends to be annoyed. Kinda, like, for like it. Yeah, for, like, solidarity, like, men suck, or whatever. <laughs> uh, and then we get a montage of... Morgan and Tommy living their lives without each other. Mm-hmm. I really liked this scene. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. So there were moments where it looked like they were at the same table, yeah. in the same room, but they weren't. Or like Tommy was about to cross the street yes, with yeah. Morgan like, uh-huh. sitting at a stoplight. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. That yeah. was well done. Um, so yeah, it's like a split screen. And they're like both in the same situation, but like apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Very cool. But also kind of sad. Yeah. Um, we then see <laughs> Soji Juan. He's meeting up with. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> Caitlin just hit her elbow. Yeah, <laughs> on the on wall. The wall. <laughs> um, yeah, he meets up with Scarlett, and she shows up in a mask, like one of those, um, like 
hospital health masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wearing big glasses and a hat, and she doesn't want to get recognized with him. So she he convinces her to take it all off, and she nags him to speak casually to her. So I guess he hasn't been. I, I couldn't tell. Yeah. But apparently he has not been speaking casually to her, and that's what she wants him to do. Um, and then he decides to get... Tebuki. Tebuki, thank you. <laughs> it's those extra Ks yeah. that kind of throw me off. Silent? Te- well, is te- it kind of te- there? Kind of. Te- I don't... Te- I'm not really the person to ask. Tebuki. 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 That's how I would say it. Uh-huh. Tebuki. Tebuki. Okay. And kimbap. 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 Yeah. Okay. Because some people spell it with... So, it's... The singular K can also be a G. So that's why you also see kimbap spells with the G, like kimbap. I don't know if you've seen that before. I think I have. Yeah, so it's not really like kimbap. It's more like kim, like Mm -hmm. k. Yeah, (laughs) but I always, whenever we get kimbap, I always go kimbap, 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 kimbap. I do that whole thing. So funny! It's exactly what I fucking thought. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So they go to get. These noms, uh-huh. but the lady that's selling it to them recognizes him from the drama, and she starts flipping shit that mm-hmm. he's coming to eat her food, and then everyone starts rushing over, and they're wanting pictures with him. Well, also because she's like, it's what, whatever his yeah. actor name is. And she says, like, from whatever drama, and he's <laughs> like, actually, it's blah, 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 blah. Like, he gives her the right title. But, like, she starts shouting it to the world, and then uh-huh. all these women start running over and Scarlet kind of just backs away uncomfortably, mm-hmm. and he notices what's happening, and he kind of makes his way towards her. Then they get away, they eat at a restaurant, fancy-looking restaurant, mm-hmm. and Scarlet thinks back to when she first fell in love with him, when he was beaten with seaweed in the drum. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my god, such a funny scene. Uh-huh. I really want to watch that drama, honestly. Yeah, so good. Um, what is it called? Something My Mother-in-Law? What's, what's wrong? wrong with My Mother-in-Law, I Yeah. Think? Yeah. I want to watch that. <laughs> um, and then she starts to cry because she's thinking about this and asks him to not go to the military. And then she starts going off about the compulsory conscription uh-huh. of the Ministry of Defense and telling them, like, he needs to protect himself. Yeah, she was like, how can you protect this country when you can't even remember to speak casually to me? <laughs> she's going off. She's, yeah. she's kind of losing it here, and but it's she, cute. I love how she was like, is this even a country? <laughs> what is but, Very dramatic. Yeah. Um. She's yeah. She starts being dramatic. She's mm-hmm. all dramatic. All dramatic. <laughs> and tells him she's not sure she can wait. And he tells her that if she meets a good man, that she should date him, and he can wait for her. And then she just cries even more, and he kind of smiles. Yeah. Um, and he's like, she's like, who are you to tell me who I can date? <laughs> I just do. Yeah. Scarlet's so funny. He kind of. He kind of just enjoys her silly moments, it seems, and she's kind of flipping shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, like, the calm presence. He, he kind of hides a smile. Uh-huh. Because she's being cute. Yeah, and I really liked when he, uh, like, grabbed her hand when mm-hmm. the, like, mob yeah. at the whatever kimbap stand was happening, and he's like, let's go, which I think is what she wanted him to say. So, when he was pretending to be her boyfriend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he said... He was like, let's go, and, like, spoke casually to her. Yeah. And that he did that again. When yeah, he... and she got real happy. Yeah, that's really cute. All she wants, dude, speak casually. So easy, too. Um, Except he can't remember. No, he can't. He's just too kind of a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlet goes back to work and sees Tommy, 
And Tommy notices she was crying and teases her. But then Scarlet basically just threatens her mm-hmm. in typical Scarlet fashion. Yeah. Then Tommy comes up with a new marketing strategy regarding privacy and security. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Tommy goes to meet with Brian to discuss the idea but runs into Morgan waiting uh, for the elevator. So she's like on the phone with Brian saying like, are you free right now? Uh-huh. Like I can come up to meet you or whatever. And then at that point, the elevator door opens and it's Morgan, and there's this awkward little standoff. Uh, I, like, had, like, a heart pang when... Yeah. I mean, they figured it would be him when the elevator yeah. was, like, slow yes. motion. But I was, like, oh, like, seeing someone after you had, like, breakup or, like, awkward mm-hmm. moment. It's always uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but she's polite and mm-hmm. basically just says, like, it's been a while. Um, I have to go to a meeting now. Mm-hmm. And he just is speechless, doesn't say shit. Mm-hmm. He just keeps, keeps staring straight. Um, Tommy looks upset in the elevator and takes it all out on Brian in her meeting. Yeah, she's, like, going off. Mm-hmm. And Brian's like, I haven't disagreed with you. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah, Brian's like, I should have just stayed retired. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, yeah, he's basically telling her to calm down and asks if she's running away from something through work. Because, like, remember Tommy kind of opened up to Brian about the whole relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he also seems, like, really insightful. Yeah. And he seems like he reads people well. Totally. Yeah, like, he's a good judge of character. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Brian gets invited to the Blue House, which is, like, the Korean White House, uh, for an IT conference thing and, like... The people from the Blue House are putting a lot of pressure on him to go because he originally declined because he had, like, other business mm-hmm. to attend to. And they were like, no, like, you need to be here. So he goes and he invites Tommy to go with him. Uh, they're suspicious that someone from the Blue House may be trying to push the keyword censorship mm-hmm. issue. Like before. Yeah, so, like, the whole reason that Gagyong and Brian became CEOs yes. again. At the conference thing, Gagyong congratulates Brian on his CEO position mm-hmm. um, and Tommy for, like, the whole role reversal thingy. Mm-hmm. Not role, like, whatever. Them, user. them coming up ahead. Yeah, the user reversal. And Brian asks Gagyong about the invite and essentially saying, like, were you pressured to come mm-hmm. here too? And she tells him that basically yes, and she has a feeling that they're going to be pulled into a separate meeting. The president pulls them into a separate meeting room to discuss issues, um, and he brings the Secretary of Political Affairs, and then I said, or something like that. <laughs> Close enough, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the Secretary, um, okay, so the president leaves, and he's like, I'll let you handle this. Uh, Bye. Yeah, and so the Secretary goes beyond asking them to manipulate the keyword list, and suggests that they hand over the data and personal information of their users to the government. Essentially being able to spy on anyone that they want, including the people who disagree with them. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, that's not cool. So Tommy freaks out and goes off on him and is basically like, what you're asking us to do is illegal and, like, spying and this is a democracy and, Mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? Uh, Gagyong stays calm and asks for the terms of the deal. So she's is more looking at it from like a business uh-huh. standpoint. So she ultimately turns it down, but she says only because it's not a good deal. And then asks, uh, because the guy from the blue house is like, 
this is all we have to offer. And Which is, like, paying their electricity. Yeah, like, giving them a discount, uh-huh. basically. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, so is this a deal or an order? And basically tells him that the Blue House should learn how to do business, and if the terms of the deal change, they can contact her. So Tommy goes up to Gang Young after the meeting and asks her if she intends to accept the deal. Gang Young challenges her and asks why she shouldn't. They start arguing about power and justice and needing to protect their companies. Mm-hmm. Business stuff. And as you can tell, Egon feels very heated about this whole episode. Yeah, it's like... He has a lot of thoughts. On censorship and government spying yeah. and stuff. Egon doesn't think anyone should be spied on. No, Egon likes privacy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. free internet, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He wants everyone to stop censoring him. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot to say. <laughs> so if you hear him, that's all he's talking about. I know you don't understand. <laughs> but we that's do. That's what it is, yeah. Um, so Morgan runs into Sol Jihwan at a convenience store. They recognize each other from the one meeting that they had with Scarlett and Tommy. And they talk about the two women and how they're doing, yada yada. Morgan tells him that they broke up and he's not doing very well. And so Jihwan tells him that he's probably going to break up soon too since he's going to the military. Oh, so sad. They like, really got together. I know. I like seeing the two boys together. Uh-huh. Though. I was like, oh, that's Date. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Morgan wonders which person has it worse. Jihwan tells him that one can reverse a breakup farewell, but you can't reverse a draft notice. Oh, I put sad face. <laughs> meal. The so rest, sad. I know. The rest of the task force team gets food together and they discuss the future. And Scarlett calls to check in and she realizes Tommy didn't go eat lunch with them. She's like, y'all should have made her go. Uh-huh. And then she like gets on her phone and she's ordering from like, it's almost like Amazon priming food mm-hmm. or like the shift or something. And she's like, I don't know if she can cook. I don't know if she cooks. <laughs> she's like, yeah. orders her like a whole box of shit. Uh-huh. Um, then we cut to Gag Young's divorce getting publicized. She talks about it with her ex, and Scarlett finds out and sneaks Gag Young out of the parking garage so she doesn't have to face reporters. So basically, they're just fucking all over the place. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett, like, shows up, and she's like, Sunday, Yeah. Come over here! And she's, like, reclining her seat. Yes, and <laughs> Gag Young's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm not gonna let them photograph you. Not like this. And she, like, puts the blanket over her and she's yelling at them to stay back. She's, like, ready to fight. She's so funny. Uh-huh. So they end up going to Scarlett's house. And Gag Young seems to be in a pretty good mood despite uh-huh. her divorce being publicized. But Scarlett is worried about her and doesn't know whether to congratulate her or console her. And offers to let Gag Young stay at her house for however long she needs. Gag Young laughs and basically thinks... Scarlet is cute for, like, worrying about her so much and thanks her. And then we get Aww. another wound cleaning scene. I didn't even think about it. I saw that big old scratch. I was like, uh, damn, that's a scratch. I know. And Scarlet's like, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. If yeah, I, see I didn't blood... even realize it was a wound cleaning. Like, <laughs> God, I always miss them. Like, I see them, but I miss the... It, now that I, like, identified them, they're just like... In my brain, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if they're getting out that first aid kit, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be some, what they call skinship. Skinship. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> People touch That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, wound cleaning. 
they start talking about their past and how much Gagyoung owes Scarlet because I think like she sees her past whatever. Mm-hmm. Judo? She does judo? Yes. Okay. Uh, trophies or whatever. Uh, Scarlet tells Gagyoung not to think about it as a debt but asks her to help her out the next time she needs it so uh, she can be saved. And Gagyoung promises to oblige. <laughs> uh, Gagyoung's family. Ugh. Yes. So Imagine terrible. having these parents. I can't. How fucking shitty are they? Yeah, they're terrible. And the chairwoman acknowledges this. <laughs> yes, I love that moment from her. The one time she was fucking likable. Yeah, totally. Oh my god. So yeah. Let's so get can... into it. Tell us. <laughs> Tell everyone what happened. So Gagyoung's family, meaning her parents, uh, goes to the chairwoman her ex-mother-in-law at this point, mm-hmm. and basically throws Gagyoung under the bus, saying they don't need her, and they ask what they should do next, and that they'll always be on the chairwoman's side. They're basically like, yeah, we have a shitty daughter, and sorry she did this to you. Like, what the fuck was that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, they are just being really savage mm-hmm. and terrible. And then the chairwoman has this killer line saying, like, wow, there are worse people than me. Wow, Gog Young, I pity your life. <laughs> it's so fucking true. Yeah. But, like, to shit on your own kid like that, who fucking, like, basically sold her life away mm-hmm. for you all these years doing what you needed. And, like, her ex-husband was nice enough to, mm-hmm. like, bail them out. And presumably they have enough money mm-hmm. so, like, they could be comfortable for a while. I'm, like, so curious. Why are they so obsessed with pleasing this woman when she's mean to them, too? I think... And making them kneel and stuff and just, like... I'm sure it's to maintain their, like, status quo of being in a certain position of power. But I'm, like, this is the problem with the world and people. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, you don't need to have power. You just need to be happy. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need to have a ton of money. You just need to have enough money so that you're comfortable. And you can do the things you want to do in life. And move I mean, on. more money is always nice. I know, but I'm like, you don't need, like, millions and millions. No. And, like, you don't need to be, like, fucking Jeff Bezos and have hundreds of billions of dollars. No. Like, that's insane. You need to share the wealth so that people like us can also do fun things. <laughs> fun things, yes. <laughs> I want to do all the fun things. Uh, that's what I want. Yeah. But, fun things and no student loan debt. Please and thank you. And good fucking night. Yes. And, like, maybe I want to be able to, like, eat nice food sometimes. I don't know. Not just ramen. Earth burgers. I mean, earth burger is really fucking good. I know, but. It's pricey, too. It is pricey. While. But, I mean, I'd like to go to, like, a nice restaurant. Yes, I feel you. I haven't been to a nice restaurant in a while. No. <laughs> what restaurant? What drama was it? Oh, it was in Romance as a Bonus Book when Andrew was, like, Saying that the quote-unquote nice restaurant just looked like Olive Garden. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to an Olive Garden in a long time. Yeah, me neither. Uh, their breadsticks are vegan. Really? Mm-hmm. Just eat a bunch of salad and breadsticks? I don't know if their salad is. Like, their bottomless they... salad. I think I think the... the Dressing? Dressing is something. I can't remember what. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, but their breadsticks that taste... Buttery are not buttery. It's just a bunch of oil. I guess, yeah. Fake butter. Yeah. Um, Back to what we were talking about, though. Actual. Yeah. At hand. Yes. So, yeah. Her parents are being terrible. And Ga Gyeong's 
ex-mother-in-law slash chairwoman temporarily pities her. And then the chairwoman basically tells them to, like, fuck off. She's like, I don't need you. I need her. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck out of here. Like, and I kind of wanted to tell her parents, like, duh. Like, why would she need you two? Like, not to She's be, never needed them. Yeah, like, not to be ageist or anything like that. But I'm like, y'all are fucking old. You had, like, a almost failed business. Like, your batteries were fucking blowing up. <laughs> like, what? Why? What she do you offer? Exactly. You offer nothing to the table. You should have taken the deal. You should have taken the buildings from your son-in-law, taken the cash, and lived a quiet life. Mm-hmm. But no. You had to be greedy and terrible people. Mm-hmm. This is so true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Tommy is restless mm-hmm. in the middle of the night and starts to pack up all of Morgan's stuff to throw away. Um... <laughs> Also, she comes across that fucking shaver, mm-hmm. and I'm like, she just had that on her bathroom counter, like, all this time. I know. Just living there in that same spot, like, I would have at least pushed it up against the wall or something. Or, like, put it in a drawer. Put it in a drawer, cabinet, like, why is it just out? Yeah. I don't know. Also, because, like, the rest of her bathroom is really clean. Yeah, and it's just that thrown on there. <laughs> it's so weird. And it's not even in a neat position either. It's no. like at an angle. Like, it's like just in the it middle was just of tossed. Her. Yeah. yeah. So strange. But as she's like gathering all these things, she finds the box of food that Scarlett sent her with the message that tells her to eat and to not refuse the food. Um, Tommy ends up leaving the bag and the bag of stuff of Morgan's mm-hmm. and goes to visit Ellie, aka Ara. 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 Mm-hmm. And they talk about life stuff and Tommy's breakup. Tommy tells Ellie that every breakup feels like the first breakup, and they never get easier, you know, with age. And it's it's like 3 in the morning or something. Yeah, and Ellie's like, when I said he could talk to me anytime, I didn't know it would be 3 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Ellie has a line about, like, I don't sleep because I don't want to sleep my 20s away. And I'm like, bitch, you need to sleep. That's not good for your brain. Yeah. I've... I value sleep a lot. <laughs> I know. I value it, and I get so... Uh, I went to that show, the mm-hmm. Pat Benatar show, um, when I accidentally forgot that we were supposed to meet up, and I felt really bad. No. So you called, like, as soon as we got in the car, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, Andrew, can you help her? But anyway, um, yeah, I got, like, a random invite to go, and it was a free ticket, and I was, like, on the fence about going. But Andrew's like, you should go. It'll be fun. Like, mm-hmm. do it. And I think just because, like, I'm always depressed now because I'm back at work. And I'm just like, I get home and it's fucking late. And I only have, like, five hours to do stuff. And then I have to go to bed or I'm going to mm-hmm. be fucking pissed in the morning. But I'm going to be pissed at night, too, because I have to go to bed early. <laughs> and I can't sleep in at all. And mm-hmm. this all fucking sucks. And where does my time go? Mm-hmm. It was that sort of thing. And so I think he, like told me like you should go and have, have fun. fun yeah but like last night too like we had a civil press thing and we got home and it was already like gonna be 10 mm-hmm. and I was like I really just want to lay down and watch tv I want to watch my fucking show he's like you should do it and I'm like but I don't want to be pissed and sleepy in the morning like mm-hmm. I want to get as much sleep as possible he's like you don't need sleep all I fucking do. Yeah, okay. What are you talking about? Alex and Andrew have the worst sleeping habits, and I'm, like, worried for their future brains, because I was like, listen, I heard this thing on NPR, multiple stories Mm -hmm. about how important sleep is Mm -hmm. to the brain, because basically when when you sleep, 
your brain, like, cleans itself mm-hmm. and gets rid of all the nasty shit that apparently leads to, like, Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. stuff. But, I mean, Alex keeps saying, medical technology will advance a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And I feel like Anders also said that. Because I've, to- I've told him, like, when he looks really tired at work, I'm like, maybe you should sleep and not depend on energy Girl, drinks. I tell him that all the time. And coffee. I tell him that all the time. I said, I wish you wouldn't drink as many Red Bulls as we do. <laughs> They're not even that good. Yeah. I don't know. But, so, apparently, Ellie's just... She's like that. Living life and not sleeping. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I mean, I I do enjoy staying up late every now and then. But then you also sleep in late the next day. Well, no. I have a thing where I basically wake up at... I would like to wake up at 8.30 every day, mm-hmm. but I have to be at work at 8.30, mm-hmm. so that's where I get kind of grumpy. But yeah, it's really bad. Like, even if I go to bed at, like, 4 in the morning, I typically wake up at, like, mm-hmm. 8.30 the next day. Yeah, I'll usually still get up early. I'll get up... A little bit later than Mm -hmm. I normally would, but usually, like, nine Mm -hmm. is when I'll get up. Yeah. I've had a really good moment recently where I slept until, like, 1030, Mm -hmm. and I was like, god damn, but it was because I stayed up until, like, four in the morning. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, wow. So I I really only got, like, six hours of sleep. (laughs) Yeah, there was a time when, over summer, when I was doing, like, my online classes, Mm Mm-hmm. I would do them in the morning, and then I would just be awake. And, like, mm-hmm. Andrew would go to work, and I'd, like, go watch TV or, like, clean or do whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the last couple of weeks of it, I guess it's because, like, actual work was starting soon. Mm-hmm. I would, like, wake up early, do my online stuff, go back to sleep, and then wake up at, like, 11. And he'd be like, are we getting lunch? I'm like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw on some clothes real quick. <laughs> Ready to eat. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I told Alex and Andrew this before. But I feel like my ideal life schedule would be, like, be awake for, like, ten hours, sleep for, like, three hours. Mm. Like, not not this whole, like, 16-8 or whatever uh-huh. life schedule that we're on. I'm like, I just would like to live my life just with a series of naps. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm usually not a nap person. Uh, yeah. I like Usually that. I'll nap when I feel sick. Mm. When I am feeling like really crummy, mm-hmm. I'll fall asleep on the sofa or something. But like when I accidentally fall asleep and I don't mean to, I wake up and I feel real groggy and I feel even more tired. Yeah, you. Ha- I have to be strategic with my naps, but oftentimes, like sometimes, just like a forty-five minute nap is mm-hmm. good enough for me to be like, okay, here That's we not go. Me. I'll like set a timer uh-huh. and it goes off, and I'm like. I'm going back to sleep. Well, yeah. And I'll just reset it again. Sometimes, keep doing that. sometimes that happens and it turns into like a three-hour nap, mm-hmm. and then I'm kind of pissed at myself. Yeah. <laughs> so where did the time go? Yeah. I had all this stuff to do. So oh, sleep, y'all. Y'all need to sleep. Yeah, Ellie. I need to sleep. Ellie needs to sleep. Um, God Young's ex is at their apartment, and he tells her he just stopped by to pick something up, and they end up agreeing that God Young should stay in their apartment instead of finding a new place. Since he always intended that the apartment be for her. And he tells her he will stop coming by. And he calls it a divorce present. Mm-hmm. How nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also asks what he should do if he wants to see her in the future. And she tells him to think of a good excuse. They're good like line. kind of very low-key flirting mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like the lowest of keys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
all the way on the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, Tommy and Brian tell Scarlett about the meeting at the Blue House, and Scarlett naturally does what Scarlett does. She flips out. Uh-huh. And she suggests that they unite with Unicon to go against the government. But Tommy's not sure that Gagyong will go along with the whole plan, mm-hmm. based off of what she witnessed. Yeah. Um, Gagyong meets with the chairwoman. And they're both very threatening and confident. Mm-hmm. It's like a very uneasy yeah, to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's heated. But it's nice to see God Young like taking charge and yeah. standing up for herself and stuff. The chairwoman suggests that she will pull KU's group, KU Group's tech if they don't work out something. And then God Young brings up alimony again, which pisses off the chairwoman. God Young starts to threaten the chairwoman with all the dirt she has on her. And the chairwoman tells God Young that in order to ruin the chairwoman, she would have to ruin herself and turns on the news that shows the president has already moved forward with their part of the deal. Tisk, and tisk, tisk. I don't remember. Is that the part where he's talking about, they're talking about the energy stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So basically he's saying like that this, the electricity stuff for Bottle and Unicon is going to go up because it's going to be based off of some other thing now. Yeah. So it's like transferring something or other. Yeah. So their rates will go up. But the government is willing to lend a helping hand, uh-huh. but doesn't say why. Yeah, so basically, instead of being charged at, like, a normal, like, consumer mm-hmm. rate or something, they're being charged at an industrial rate. Yes, that's it, industrial. And that, because um, they're like, because Korea is, like, in the forefront of global IT, and we're trying to be supportive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, We're okay. going to help them out. Okay, sure. Cough. Uh-huh. Tommy, Scarlett, and Brian see this news about the Blue House moving forward, and Brian tells Scarlett to call a meeting with the other portal sites. And they're like, they're totally trying to fuck us over. Mm -hmm. They're trying to force us into this. Mm -hmm. It's pretty wild. Yeah. So, another... Oh, God. (laughs) I I was not expecting this. No. I feel like I'm getting all these, like, really crazy (laughs) You are. (laughs) You keep talking about the poor, like, energy... <laughs> I'm talking about the boring work shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you do this one, and then I'll do the next chunk, because then you can start at 16. Okay, okay. So, oh, this is so hard. And I'm, like, laughing because I feel so You're uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Uh-huh, that's typical Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, so Morgan realizes... I'm sorry, I'm also not feeling good, so I'm feeling kind of loopy anyway. Okay. I'm not gonna laugh. Oh my god, <laughs> Caitlin. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> Morgan realizes that his... <laughs> his birth it. mother died, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> she died. Yeah, so his, his birth professor mother... birth His professor birth mother. Yeah, Morgan realizes that his birth mother has passed away, get this, when he sees an obituary online during a meeting. That's terrible. It's really fucking bad. And it's... Did that happen in a movie? Or a show or something? Or did that happen in real life? I don't know. I remember seeing somewhere something that somebody found out their loved one died via the interwebs. I'm sure it's happened before to people. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense with Morgan because, like, no one knew. Yeah, they weren't, like, close, close. But, yeah, it's, like, really sad. And it's in the middle of a meeting. At at Bado. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where they have just, like, the Bado homepage or whatever Mm -hmm. up. um, And it's, like, a small news section. Egon is so upset. Yeah, this was, like, really hard for Egon, too. (laughs) Um, He looked at me and he was like, why? 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 
so essentially, yeah, Morgan sees this like little news clip because it's like so and so professor dead, and he's like, what? And then he like basically just leaves all this shit in the mm-hmm. meeting room and doesn't tell anyone anything. He's just like, mom. Yeah. And then runs out. It's like really freaking sad. Um, so the meeting was with Pyo Junsu at Bado, and Pyo Junsu ends up going to Tommy's office, and he's like, hey, you're still dating Morgan, right? And she's like, no comment. And then he <laughs> gives Tommy all of Morgan's stuff, and is like, hey, I think his mom may have died, or something like mm-hmm. that, right? And Tommy freaks out, and she takes Ellie's black jacket, and she meets Morgan at the funeral hall place. And Morgan is very upset for, like, a lot of reasons. Obviously, Mm -hmm. like, I'm sure losing a parent, it feels terrible. Uh, But he feels bad because, especially because he feels like he can't go in and, like, pay his respects. Yeah. Uh, He, like, peeks in and sees the husband and technically his brother. Yeah. Standing there and he's like, they don't know me. Yeah. And, like, that must feel terrible. Mm -hmm. Um... But Tommy shows up, and she convinces Morgan to go in so that he can say goodbye to his mom, and they go in together holding hands. So they go in, and the mom's husband is like, thanks for coming, like, how did you know my wife? Mm -hmm. And Tommy tells him that they were students, or that Morgan was a longtime student Mm -hmm. or something. So they leave the room, and Tommy holds Morgan while he cries and, like, laments about all the things that he never got to do with his mother, and how angry he is that she couldn't keep her promises to him, and how it maybe would have been better to never know her. It's like, ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really sad. Yeah. Tommy lets Morgan sleep in her car while she cries outside, and Morgan wakes up to see her crying and makes a move to get out, but doesn't. Mm-hmm. Just awkward moment of, like, should we help each other and, like, be together or not because we're broken up? Yeah. And then we cut to someone typing. How to get back with an ex-lover <laughs> into a search engine, and then it's the end of the episode. So weird. Yeah, like, okay. you, don't, you don't know? You don't know what to do in your and 30s like, and late 20s? Is that is there going to be, like, a WikiHow article about, yeah. like, Yeah, I'm sure there is, honestly. I'm going to search for that real quick. You should. <laughs> how to get back with your ex. Okay. So here's what you have to do. (laughs) It's an article from Medium, but let me see. Cosmopolitan. Xbackpermanently.com. Oh, my God. Oh, how The best ways to get your ex back. Let me just read through this real quick. Yes, please. Not that we're planning to do this, because fuck those guys. (laughs) Number one, understand the breakup. Number two, recall who initiated the breakup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Contact for the first month after the breakup. Month. Focus on yourself. You're planning to get back with this person? Do not pursue your ex during this time. But if they've moved on. Find out if they are still interested. Uh, Okay. Part three of six. Winning your ex back. 
<laughs> I can't tell if that's supposed to be the female or the male in this image. Maybe they're like gender non Gender neutral. Yeah. Number one, work on your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, be the person your ex fell in love with. Oh. Um. <laughs> I get that stupid face. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, everybody, look up the wiki, how to get back with your ex. Um, three, improve your appearance. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Take the glasses off. You're ugly in them, basically. <laughs> Take your hair out of a ponytail. Wow. Number four, spend time with other people, other dudes with goatees, it seems. Five, casually hang out with your ex. Part four of six. Okay, I'm not going to read anymore. But that sounds amazing. like terrible advice. Those those fucking illustrations were amazing. Go for the illustrations. Don't take that advice. Yeah, don't actually read it. Just, like, read the headlines like <laughs> I did. The key points. Don't waste your time. But, oh, so funny. That was great. <laughs> That was worth our time. I hope that helped. I'm assuming it was Tommy, I feel like. He looked it up. Well, it showed two sets of feet. Oh. So, but it didn't show two sets of people typing that in. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Who knows? Whoever looked it up, I hope they found the wiki one. <laughs> and I hope they did all six parts of that. <laughs> well, you know, Morgan really started pushing his bangs back. So, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. he started carrying more appearance. It's true. I don't know. <laughs> so, what a crazy episode. Yeah. And I was like, because remember we were kind of concerned at the end of 14, like, where is this going? Uh-huh. 15 was like a pretty good catalyst yes. for 16. I was ready. Agreed. So, 16 starts. Tommy and Dain, the piano teacher, mm-hmm. uh, meet up, and the teacher gives Tommy her piano workbooks back and apologizes for butting in on her relationship and accusing her of not loving Morgan enough. <laughs> uh, she also says that she's not sorry for liking Morgan, and she's not sure whether she should be sorry for their breakup. Uh, Tommy basically tells her, like, it's okay, whatever. Um, and they decide to give each other some space, and they both hope they can become friends again once everything has settled. Mm-hmm. So, kind of awkward. We don't hear from the piano teacher again. No. <laughs> they never became friends again. <laughs> I'm like, this is jumping ahead, but I'm like, it would have been funny if she was in the car with the people at the end. <laughs> that would have been funny, yep. Like, oh, we needed a fourth. <laughs> Make it even. Um, so, blah, blah, blah. Morgan meets up with his birth mom's husband. Um, apparently his mom told her husband about Morgan, so he recognized him kind of like after the fact. Like, mm-hmm. he's like... I thought it may have been you. Uh, They talk about Morgan's mom, and uh, the husband gives Morgan presents that she bought for him in Paris. So she did keep her promises, Mm -hmm. Morgan. And it's, again, it's very, like, they talk about, um, like, whether they were loved and basically Mm -hmm. how much Morgan's mom still loved him. It's really, it's a sweet moment between these, like, two men who, like, are clearly grieving, but mm-hmm. can maybe find some, like, comfort in each yeah. other. But it's also still really sad, because this woman has died. And now I feel really bad, because I cannot control my nervous you laughter. You not control it at all. <sighs> but, uh. anyway. Uh, so, Morgan goes home and reads the card his mom um, was going to give to him, along with the gifts. That basically explains what all of the gifts are for. 
and she essentially bought all these presents to make up for the gifts that she was unable to give to him while he was growing up. Uh, so she was like, I bought this because I couldn't give you a present for, like, your first day at school, mm-hmm. and, like, this is for this birthday, whatever. Um, she also bought Tommy a gift, and she tells Morgan in the card that she's sorry that she wasn't able to spend time with him before, but now it will be different in that she loves him and is sorry. And it's, uh, so gut-wrenching, because mm-hmm. it's, like, they were so on the track to, like, being more, you know, familial, yeah. I guess. But, like, maybe she would have told her other son. Yeah. So sad. Um, Scarlett and Sol Ji-hwan enjoy their last moments together before he has to go away for the military. They do this by watching the sunrise. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise, right? Yeah. Because they stay up all night. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're watching the sunrise and hanging out. And Han Min-gu, who is the actor from earlier with Ga Gyeong, enlists at the same time as Sol Ji-hwan. And he kind of steals his thunder, so they think everyone is there for Sol Ji Hwan, but instead it's for this guy. Mm-hmm. And they laugh it off, and then Scarlett gives him a big kiss before he goes, and it's super romantic. It's like one of those big swirly K-drama yeah. kisses. Yeah, lots of angles. Mm-hmm. Tommy and Brian consider what to do about the government threatening to spy on their citizens, and they're organizing, but Brian insists that they have to be on the same page as Unicon. They have to, like, stand united. Mm-hmm. And he asks the two women what they think Ga Young will do, but Tommy says that the Ga Young they both know is different. hmm Yeah. Um, Tommy ends up running into Morgan, and he thanks her for helping him see his mom at the funeral and tells her how he told his mom that Tommy was his girlfriend before she left. Tommy asks if she was happy, and Morgan gives her the gift that his mother bought for her. And basically says, like, I'm pretty sure because she got a gift for you. Mm-hmm. He apologizes for dropping by unannounced, but Tommy tells him he has things he can take with him at her house. And he goes up to her apartment, but tells her he won't take them. And her throwing away his stuff is part of breaking up. She asks if <laughs> she asks if he threw her stuff away, but he doesn't answer. And he's like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And he just turns around and is like, the fuck? Like, did you throw her stuff or not? Yeah. Is that your way of saying you did? <laughs> <laughs> like, awkward. I'm going. <laughs> also, I'm like, these people, like, never freaking finish a conversation. Mm-hmm. They always just leave. Mm-hmm. They always run away. Hi, <sighs> Jewas. Um, but yeah, so he goes to leave, and Tommy asks if he's okay one more time. He says he's okay, so she should take care of herself, eat, and live well. And then he walks out. And Tommy's just like, heartbroken, devastated. Yeah. What's happening? It kind of seems like Morgan's almost in a better place mm-hmm. than Tommy. As far as the breakup goes, like, I'm sure his mom. Yeah. Stuff is a whole separate issue, but, like, I mean, I guess he is also the one that broke up with her, technically. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I feel really bad for Tommy. I, I also feel like maybe it's surprising her mm-hmm. how hard she's taking it, too. Yeah. Um, so, Yunakan and Baro attend the meeting that Scarlett set up, but Gagyong isn't there. And, and they all make eyes at each other, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where is she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommy and Scarlett announce uh, their strategy for fighting the government regulation um, is going to be publicizing the policy on their homepage, which shocks everybody in the room. Uh, the team from Unicon thinks it's a bit rough and, like, brazen, I guess, and is afraid of retaliation by the government. But Scarlett and Tommy keep pressing the idea. 
Uh, Brian tells the rep from Unicon that their efforts are useless unless Unicon and Bato team up for the cause. Scarlet keeps wondering about what uh, Gagyong is going to do in terms of, like, is she going to be on Bato's side or is she going to go with KU Group and the government? Yeah. Uh, Tommy goes to meet with Gagyong separately to persuade her to team up with Bato. Gagyong asks her, like, what did you bring for me? Because she's a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. And instead, Tommy brings up how disappointed Scarlet will be if Gagyong decides not to stand with the government. Or stand up to the government with Bato. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang. She knows that, like, Gagyong's only weakness mm-hmm. is Scarlet. Mm-hmm. For some reason. It's kind of weird. But yeah. Yeah. Gagyong's ex-husband picks her up from work. And he makes an excuse by saying the reporters are still after them. She seems happy about it, and Gagyong asks him how far she can go until he can forgive her. He tells her that he will support her even if it kills him, and to not consider him or his family when making her decisions. He's so supportive. Yeah. I'm like, dude, maybe... He he probably, like, really hates his mom. I'm sure. I would hate my mom if she was like He's probably like, please fuck my family over. Fuck them. Yeah. We don't care. Also because it seems like his career is separate from Yeah, their he's not really conglomerate. He might have been in the beginning. Yeah. But it seems like at this point he's well off on his own and mm-hmm. doing his own thing. Um <clears throat> we get shots of Scarlet, Tommy, and Gagyong all thinking things over through the night. Just a little montage thing. Mm-hmm. And then the next day Bado is set to publish the government policy slash threat on their main page, saying that they do not comply with the government's wanting them to give them information to people. Mm-hmm. And Tommy prepares the task force team and everyone is curious as to whether or not Unicon will play along. It's like a big, intense moment. Yeah. Tension, tensions are running super high and the ad thing goes live on Bottle site. They like click refresh. They mm-hmm. have like two computers set up. They click refresh and it shows that the bottles has changed. But Unicons does not change. So it's kind of cutting to people, like, reading this on the street. And they're like, what the fuck? What's this? Yeah. Everyone's flipping shit. But there's nothing on Unicon. Mm-hmm. Tommy and Brian both look concerned. And, like, Tommy looks slightly annoyed. Like, a fucking course she didn't. Right. And Scarlet keeps refreshing, like, every 30 seconds, two uh-huh. seconds, whatever the fuck. And she says that she still believes in Gagyong. She believes in Sunbae. And she keeps refreshing until it changes to also pup publicize the threat. I don't know why I could not say that word. <laughs> and it's three minutes late. But three minute hits, she clicks refresh, and uh-huh. boom, it's up. And she's like, I knew it. She's like, I told you so. <laughs> uh-huh. She, like, whispers it at first, and uh-huh. um, fucking Tommy's like, what? Uh-huh. And then she screams it, and Brian's across from him. He's like, did it change? Did it change? <laughs> it's great. Uh-huh. The media starts losing their shit over the story, and the president freaks out, and then the team at Bottle looks really proud, but the team at Unicon is like, what the fuck? And they mm-hmm. start questioning her. And she, at this point, gets ready to give a press conference. Yeah, they're like, you had no right to do that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's crazy. Yes. Uh, Brian tells Tommy that she should be the one to give the press conference on behalf of Bado. And Scarlett gives a press conference on behalf of their, like, third-party, uh, whatever, internet organization thing. Mm-hmm. So we get shots from all three press conferences back and forth. Uh, the women read the Portal Code of Ethics to the press and state that Bado and Unicon are on the same page. Uh, Ga Young follows up the Portal Code of Ethics speech by publicly resigning and saying that she violated those codes while working as a director at Unicon. 
and the media now theorizes that Unicon has had a corrupt relationship with the government because of, like, mm-hmm. Gak Young's stepping down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president calls the chairwoman and basically does a 180 and tells her that they will start looking into everything that uh, the KU group and Unicon has done in regards to, like, government manipulation mm-hmm. and keyword bullshit and fake news and stuff like that. Well, yeah. So he's like, uh, bye bye mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with this. See ya. Fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Scarlet goes to visit Gog Young after hearing about her resignation, and Gog Young tells her that even though it looks like she's lost everything in her life, she actually feels like she's gained everything. I'm sure that must be, like, such a weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Also, to have, like, a lot of money to be able to just quit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> quit. Call quits. Uh-huh. Uh, Gog Young insinuates that she only put up the banner to help Scarlet since she knew she needed the help and made a promise to her earlier. Uh, Scarlet looks upset, but Gak Young honestly looks, like, the happiest she's been throughout the whole show. Agreed. She's, like, beaming. Like She's free. Uh-huh. Um, the president then has a press conference, and he pretty much just blames the whole scandal on a misunderstanding <laughs> between the Secretary of Political Affairs and the portal companies. And he fires the secretary and vows to never use citizens' information. Sure, damn. Mm-hmm. And I love how people at Bado are, like, also, like, okay, yeah, it was a misunderstanding. Yeah, mm-hmm. We misunderstood everything you said. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Gagyong gets home to see the chairwoman in her apartment. She keeps talking a big game, but actually looks super pissed and shaken. Mm-hmm. And she offers Gagyong a plane ticket. We don't see where. Um, and she tells her that she can ach- achieve her dream of disappearing. They exchange shady comments, but the chairwoman is a total bitch. And Gagyong rips, rips up the plane ticket and basically tells her to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chairwoman goes to hit her as usual, but she's slow, and Gagyong stops her. <laughs> And there's this moment where they're both frozen, and then Gagyong tells her she has nothing to lose. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's so funny seeing her, like, the chairwoman is so Her arm slow. is so heavy. It's, like, almost, like, slow motion, but uh-huh. not, like, you were really going to hit Gagyong like that. It was, uh, it was really Maybe ridiculous. she was just, like, gearing up for it. She's <laughs> going slow in the beginning, and she's going to wheel down on her real hard. Um, Gagyong tells her... She has nothing to lose and is prepared to die for what she believes in slash wants now. And she tells her that she no longer has any business with her, but as her ex-daughter-in-law, she can discuss the subject of alimony. That is her only chance to save herself. And her ex-mother-in-law looks pissed and shocked. Mm-hmm. She's totally shook. I think it's really funny how Gang Young keeps bringing up the alimony. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all she wants. Again, like, people keep being greedy, like... The fuck? KU group probably has, like, billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't give Gog Yong some fucking alimony money mm-hmm. to hush everything up. So dumb. So, Morgan visits his mom's grave and has a weird slash sweet <laughs> moment with a random kid. Which, by the way, I think that child actor was in uh, her private life. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I, re- I recognize that bowl cut. I like when the kid is saying that the parents are talking. Uh-huh. It looks like, like they're maybe supposed to be having an argument or, like, something weird is uh-huh. happening. But you, like, see the parents and they're just, like, moving their hands. Like, it doesn't look like they're talking about anything really important. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, my parents needed a private moment. It just, it doesn't, like, heat it at all. They just look like they're, like, Yeah. How's the weather today? I know this is, like, 
a weird observation, but I kind of liked how normal looking the parents looked. Yes, they looked very average. Yeah, they weren't, like, super skinny Uh and, like, gorgeous looking. They just looked like, yeah, normal parents. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that kid was pretty cute. Speaking of kids, I'm just going to throw this story out there because it's really Mm -hmm. funny. has nothing to do with what we're talking about. (laughs) Okay. Fucking room at my school has had mud daubers, and they look kind of like wasps. What's a mud dauber? It looks like a wasp, but the, apparently they don't sting. I've never heard that name before. Uh, I think but they're like about the size of a wasp, and they look just. Do they like have a wasp. black butts? They're like brownish black all okay. around. I um, I, don't, I haven't really seen them like super up close, and it sucks because I don't really want to kill them. Uh-huh. But there's so many. Like last week before before um, Labor Day, there was like a handful that I kept having quick. to deal with. And then this week, too, and, like, I have to call maintenance people to come in, and then they're fucking, like, swatting the walls and killing them. Oh, yeah, I call these... <laughs> what do you call them? We had one. We had some by our front door, and I called them Black Booty Wasps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Those Black Booty Wasps are all over my fucking room. And, um... <laughs> Like, the kids fucking lose their minds. and they, they're scary looking. They think they're wasps. And I uh-huh. keep saying, like, they're not fucking wasps. And I don't say fucking, but in my head I'm saying they're not fucking wasps. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Stop it. But, like, they, like, flip shit or whatever. Yeah. And um, on Fridays, I'm not really in my room. I teach, like, two and a half hours, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But most of the time my room is being used by different teachers. And it's for, like, a connections class with, like, second or third graders. Mm-hmm. And... I was going in there one time, and the door was open, and I saw that maintenance guy, and he looked at me, and I was like, there are more of them, right? And he's like, two of them. And he, like, pointed one side, pointed the other side. The kids were just, like, staring at him. I was like, I feel like we're in a horror movie, because they just keep coming, and we can't figure out where they're coming from. And the teacher that was in there kind of laughed. And then later, I had my class, and she came in to get her stuff, and she was like, I have to tell you something. I was like, what? And she said that while she was teaching, she felt something on her head. And she you know what it was, and she put her hand there, and she felt, like, something hard and, like, smooth, and it was one of them. And she was, like, and my only, like, reaction was to grab it and throw it, and she <laughs> threw it at a kid. <laughs> and, like, chaos immediately ensued, but I was picturing this black booty boss hitting a kid, like, in the fucking face. Oh, my God, that's so terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, the highlight story of my day. It was oh so fucking God. funny. Just picturing this fucking bug hitting someone in the face. Yeah, Alex was, like... So we had, like, regular wasps. Uh-huh. And then we had, I guess, mud daubers, a.k.a. black booty wasps. <laughs> and because I was, like, trying to differentiate the uh-huh. two for Alex, because, like, we... Sorry, wasps. We ultimately did spray, because mm-hmm. they were... Because wasps are scary, and they're, like, aggressive, and yes. that's it. There's a difference between a wasp and, like, a bee. Yeah. We say mm-hmm. the bees, not the wasps. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so I was, like, telling Alex, and he, like, knocked down their shit or whatever, and then he was like, I feel really bad, because I Google what they are, and apparently, like, the only animals that they actually, like, harm are spiders. The mud dauber ones? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, they don't actually hurt, like, humans or other yeah. animals. I keep having to kill them, and I don't want to kill them, but, like, if I don't, and kids are in there, they start flipping shit. So, like, yeah. before every class, 
where the fuck is it? Uh-huh. Like, stop coming in here. I don't want to do this that's anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know what's happening. And it's only in my room. That's weird. Yeah. I wonder if there's, like, a nest somewhere, like, That's in the what walls. they're trying to find, and they can't, and they couldn't find any holes in the ceiling or anything. That's so weird. And he said that they're apparently, like, attracted to food, but I don't leave food in there. You're like, like I, I don't like, eat. <laughs> and I know. I, like, never eat lunch. And they're, like, they're attracted to water, but I don't have, like, standing water anywhere either. Mm-hmm. They keep coming in. That's that's really intense. It's so weird. Go to another room, y'all. I don't <laughs> want to deal with this. Yeah, that's rough. But that story today was really funny. I've been very frustrated about them, and then she told me that. I was like, oh my <laughs> she god. She threw one at my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Picturing it just like slapping a kid in the face and flying away. At least away. she didn't like. I don't know what's worse. Like if she like screamed and swore, mm-hmm. or throwing a insect thing at a kid. Because I think I would just start screaming and, like, saying all of the swear words uh-huh, that I know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, is it my turn? I think it's still yours. Okay, because we just talked about that random kid. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Mud daughters. Okay, so... <laughs> Tommy Blackfoot. Next time, next time I see one in class and a kid says, it's a wasp, I'm going to be like, actually, it's a black booty wasp. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> but they don't look like other wasps because they have a big black booty. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> the scientific name is black booty wasp. <laughs> <clears throat> So, Tommy sees her name is trending again, but isn't as upset because Gagyang and Scarlet are there with her. That's nice. Mm-hmm. A picture of Morgan is still her desktop <laughs> background, so she keeps thinking of him, and mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, just change it if you yeah. if you want to move on. But she, she doesn't want to move on. This was my um, phone background for a night. <laughs> Andrew, that's kind of horrifying. It's the ghost version of it. He used to send me photos of that, like that, all the time. I think it's when he worked at the hangar because uh-huh. he'd be outside, so uh-huh. like bright light, and he was always ghosted every time with his mouth open. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he set that as my screensaver, my phone. That's funny. For the longest time, I think Alex and I were a picture of like a selfie that Alex and I took together. Uh huh. Um, on Sam's iPad, I think it was, like, Alex's sister, like, she just never changed the picture, so it was just, like, me and Alex doing, like, a stupid selfie face. Oh, my God. She was like, I don't know, like, it's fine. I'm like, no, change it. We did it just to be dumb. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, when she first got her iPad or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, we see Morgan stopping by her apartment building, but he leaves, and, like, they just miss each other because Tommy's, like, taking out the trash, and it's like, oh, they keep missing each other. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So, Tommy's distracted at work the next day because she keeps thinking about Morgan. So, Scarlett has to, like, step in and start being a leader. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, the TF team realizes that all of the scandals about the government have been pushed back because Yoon Dong-ju, again, Pyo Jun-soo's ex, is now trending because she's been publicly criticizing BTS on her social media and live streams. They immediately thought of you. <laughs> um, so... Pyo Jun-soo goes to her and confesses that he still cares for her and makes a bunch of BTS puns, which I'm sure, like, you didn't No, get, oh. it did say on Vicky, like, BTS pun. Yeah. Or, like, song reference. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, 
And she's like, he, or he's like, why are you criticizing BTS? Like, don't do that because the fans will come for you. Uh-huh. And uh, she's like, I only did it. <laughs> so dumb. Uh-huh. She says that she only started criticizing BTS so she could have them all to herself. And she still looks super annoyed so with, stupid. you know. And I'm like, she's like an adult woman. It made me think of, um, like, when Michelle Visage talks about people being assholes online. Mm-hmm. And how she just, like, blocks them now. Because it's somebody who's just being, like, really ugly. Mm-hmm. Just to say, I think she says now that she leaves them alone. She doesn't even mm-hmm. respond. Because she, like, realized that if she would block them, they would then, like, screenshot it and be like, I got blocked by Michelle Visage. Like, it's all just to be mm-hmm. seen and noticed. Like, yeah. they want to be noticed by that celebrity who's being an asshole. I'm like, why do you want that? Yeah, it's Why crazy. do you want a celebrity or someone that you like to think you're a fucking asshole? Yeah, and for her, it almost made it seem like that she, her motive was like, oh, I'm going to turn everybody against BTS. Yeah, all of their, like, fucking millions of fans. Okay, queen. Yeah. Like, no one knows who you are. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Now that you're on Twitter more, I'm sure you're not really in, like, K-pop Twitter. Mm -mm. Twitter sphere. I only see stuff from Satan, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because I follow both Andrew and John, and I think they both follow Satan. I see that you and, like, Andrew and John like a bunch of Satan tweets. (laughs) They're so funny. Like, the fake God and fake Satan Uh on Twitter. Uh, well, I saw this, like, interaction, so I think it was, like, September 1st or something. The beginning of September, definitely. It was one of the dudes of BTS's birthdays, and so, like, everyone was, like, freaking out and wishing him a happy birthday online, and, like, Twitter was, like, temporarily overloaded, Mm -hmm. I think, and so some people were like, it's because of his birthday, blah, blah, blah. And, like, as we had previously mentioned, like, these K-pop fans are just, like, fans, <laughs> Korean fans or whatever in general, go hard. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's actually really nice because, like, fans, like, donate money on behalf of him. And mm, so, like, nice. like, the different fan clubs from each, whatever, area. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, I think people all around the world donated to plant trees in the Amazon since nice. it's, like, on fire. So, yeah. Nice so it's going, humans. I know. <laughs> So they were like, we did this, we did this, blah, 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 blah. And so William, so William Shatner tweeted, like, was Twitter broken for anybody else? And then someone responded to him, like, yeah, it's because it was, like, Jungkook's birthday. And he was like, that's nice, but I'm pretty sure that's not the reason. And then, I guess, a bunch of people started tweeting him. And then he was like, my bad. <laughs> and now apparently he's... Okay. He will, now, then he started tweeting a bunch of stuff about BTS. And he was like, actually, I really like their music. They seem like nice boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, For some reason, I'm getting, like, flashbacks to King of the Hill when Hank discovers Fourscore. Oh. And he's like, a couple of nice boys. <laughs> I, I actually like this song. You can, yeah. you can have this album, Bobby. <laughs> yes, it was very much like that. It was really cute, and he kept, like, saying, like, that's nice, and he was like, Jungkook seems like a nice boy, and his fans seem really nice, too. And he's like, I'll be cheering for BTS from now on. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fighting. <laughs> yeah, it was like, okay, so William Shatner joined the club. But, that's yeah. really funny. And then some people, like, he was like, yeah, I like to stay current. 
He's like, I don't, I don't like to think that music is just for young people. I like to stay hip. That's good. <laughs> I know. You go William Shatner. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she's like still annoyed with Pio Junsu, mm-hmm. but she still lets him carry all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's they, the, they belong together. Yeah, honestly. they're that's both like terrible people. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And that's the end of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't see them anymore. Um, Ga Gyeong meets with her ex, and they discuss their divorce again mm-hmm. in Ga Gyeong's future. He tells her that now that she has more time, they can go on dates. But she tells him that she won't be able to. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Okay. She tells him she's going to disappear and is fulfilling her promise of telling him before she goes. He looks so bummed. Yeah. But also, to be fair... The only stuff that they ever talked about was, like, their divorce and mm-hmm. his terrible mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is maybe why he wants to take her out on, take her out on dates so they can, like, have... Talk about other things. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, anyway. Tommy gets drunk at home and thinks about her past with Morgan. And we get a flashback of them cuddling on the couch and her telling Morgan that even if he gets tired of her, he needs to hold it in because he can't be without her. And this was when Andrew sat down mm-hmm. and watched for the first time ever. And he's like, who that is? <laughs> and I was like, doesn't matter. They're not together anymore. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Um, like, uh-huh. that's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to present day and Tommy calls Morgan, but his phone is off. And she leaves a voicemail saying she can't do it without him. And her eyes are all misty. Mm-hmm. Misty, not missy. <laughs> Tommy tries to hang out by the gaming department meeting to catch up with Morgan because she knows it's going to be like a whole group thing. Uh-huh. But his co-worker is the one at the meeting, and he tells her that Morgan has gone back to Australia, and she's like, oh, on what? vacation. Uh-huh. And he's like, I think this was his vacation. <laughs> and she's like, what? Yeah, he's like, remember, Australia's his home, too. And she looks, like, so depressed. Mm-hmm. Devastated. Mm-hmm. Then we flash forward. Three months into the future, and life is basically the same. Mm-hmm. Scarlett and Tommy fight at work, and now Scarlett is teaching Tommy judo, but it mostly looks like they're just hanging out and lying on the floor talking. <laughs> kind of slowly, like, Scarlett beats her up a little bit, and then uh-huh. they lay there and talk. Like, also very reminiscent of her piano lessons. Yes. In which she would play a little bit, and then they would just, like, talk. Talk and complain and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then we learn that they haven't heard from Morgan or Ga Young in three months, and no one knows where Ga Young is, not even the chairwoman who has people monitoring her bank accounts and travel, which is, like, fucked up. Yeah, it's insane. They're also monitoring Ga Young's ex's stuff, and she tells her security dude to cover all the entrances at the hearing so they can catch her if she tries to show up. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Kill her? I know. What do you mean trap her? You're going to, like, throw her in a black van? Yeah. You're going to murder her and throw her in a ditch? Like, Yeah, she's like, bring her to me. Like, fucking wild. I know. That's uh, crazy. Scarlet goes to see a movie that Soldier <laughs> Juan is in. And, like, it's really cute because she, like, takes a picture of the ticket and she's like, this is the 17th time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seems like she's the only one seeing the movie. <laughs> uh, so she sits through it and then he surprises her by also showing up to the movie. At the very end, like, his phone goes off and she's like, I know that ringtone. Mm-hmm. And, around. Yeah. Didn't notice the one person in the theater. <laughs> one other person. <laughs> And so it's really cute because he's there, like, in his military uniform thing, and they look so happy when they see each other, and it kind of made me tear up, because I was like, I love them. Mm-hmm. And she they finally found a good dude. Yeah. 
And, like, they just look so happy. It's really sweet. I like when he says something like, the movie's bad, the movie tanked, and she's like, oh, no, like, this is just because you're seeing it in the morning. At night, there's, like, ten people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny that, like, she's been to enough movies to know the pattern Uh of, like, when people are going. Um, So Scarlett goes to work and tells Tommy that she's taking four vacation days since her boyfriend is back on leave. And, like, they're really funny together. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm like, what type of movie theater slash work hours does I don't know. Scarlett have so that she can see a movie before going into work? Yeah. And, like, this is, like, one of those, like, TV, whatever, time, timeline yeah. logic things that, like, doesn't work out if you're a normal person with normal working hours. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I guess she's part of the task force team. So. Bottle's cool, so they probably have cool hours. Yeah. I don't know. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Probably. But they don't have nap rooms. Mm, apparently not. <laughs> um, it starts to rain, and Tommy thinks back to the time when Morgan was able to call her um, at her quiet place, and it was raining when she's like, on the steps, depressed mm-hmm. or whatever. She tried to call him again, but he doesn't answer. And she's about to go home from work when her phone alarm goes off that reminds her that the next day is Morgan's actual birthday. She, she decides to call him again while she walks home, but the call actually goes through, so she panics and hangs up. Then he calls her back and he asks why she hung up and asks where she is. All she can say is at work and he tells her that he'll be there. We cut back to Morgan and he's at the airport with his work dude. And <clears throat> he just got back to Korea and his friend tells him to go with Tommy, and he will take care of the luggage and stuff. And he's like, it's my birthday present to you. Mm-hmm. Tommy waits for Morgan on the benches, and he runs to her, and then we get a bunch of dramatic shots to their faces. Um, it's them far away, walking towards each other, really dramatic. Mm-hmm. Everything's just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like it's something's about to happen. Yeah. Then Morgan goes up to Tommy, and she wishes him a happy birthday. He asks if she threw away his belongings, and she says no, since she couldn't bring herself to, quote, really end things. Mm -hmm. Then he pulls her in for a hug, and it's, like, a hard, like, wrist-grab hug thing. Yeah. And Tommy... Yeah. Tommy brings up how they still haven't settled their relationship, and how they might fight in the future about the same things, and how they might break up again. But he acknowledges it, and still wants to go for it, and brings back um, a previous line about how him being young and carefree is cute. And they keep crying and holding each other, and they're really happy. Mm-hmm. And all's well right now. Yeah. We then cut to maybe the next day, or another day. Yeah, it seems like just shortly after. Uh-huh. Of the hearing for all of Unicron's shady shit. <laughs> and, of course, the terror woman stays at home, while yeah. another woman has to go She to always hearing. lets other people do her dirty business for her. Uh-huh. I, uh, she had a line earlier, I think it was when she, like, first offered Gog Young the plane ticket, about how saying, like, there is a saying that, like, I forget her name, Je- Jong Un Hee or something like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. Um, can go everywhere in Korea except for prison. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bitch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she's staying at home, watching it on TV, while uh, one of the other women from Unicon has to go to the hearing. Then, one of the politicians announces that Gog Young is on the news being interviewed. Uh, so, Gog Young acknowledges that Unicom fabricated real-time keyword rankings with pressure from Chairwoman Zhang, Zhang, Zhang mm-hmm. from uh, KU Group. 
Then she spills about all of the things that the chairwoman did with politicians and the things that they manipulated and how Ga Kyung went along with it because she was her daughter-in-law. The journal journalist asks if she has any evidence, and Ga Kyung tells everyone watching to go to a search engine and type in www. At first, I, was gonna, I thought she was going to say www. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually put in the search engine www. I wonder if that means something other than World Wide Web. Uh-huh. But whatever. Uh, so, yeah. So, she tells them to search www so they can read all of the evidence. And we get a flashback of Ga Kyung working with the old CEO. I think it's, like, CEO Na. Mm-hmm. I think that was her name. Um, the lady with, like, the ponytail and suits. Mm-hmm. And they're putting evidence together to take down the chairwoman. And she looks so much better when she's on in her stiff-ass suits. I know. And her hair, like, super tight. tight. Yes. I didn't even recognize her at first. She looks so much better. And she has, like, nice, like, pink makeup Mm -hmm. instead of, like, really harsh Mm -hmm. eyeliner. Mm -hmm. I'm like, girl. That's your look. Yeah. Like, you've de-aged yourself. Yeah. By a decade. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh Uh-huh. So the old CEO tells Gagyong. <clears throat> that she started collecting evidence against the chairwoman since Gagyong was made director, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. She has wanted to take down the chairwoman for much longer than Gagyong. Uh, this leads Gagyong to tell the people at Unicon to publish the like ad thing mm-hmm. against the government on the Unicon homepage since she has like enough dirt to yeah. protect herself in the future. We then go back to the present, and Gagyong said that they published it this way <laughs> so that it will never be forgotten. So, like, instead of just having it be a part of, like, a news article or something, yeah. like, it will be out there for the whole world to see. All the time, every time. Yeah. And I like how you noted, the chairwoman looks like she's about to have a stroke. <laughs> she looks like she's about to have a stroke or heart attack or right. kill herself or something. Like, she just looks, like... Because she's, like, shaking she's and defeated. not... She's defeated. Yeah, she's, like, shaking and not breathing. She's just, like, closing her eyes and, like, scratching her face all uh-huh. up, all nasty, and getting all those wrinkles in. <laughs> she just looks bad. Um, she's pissed, but takes a call from some editor, and she's like, oh, hello. Yes. Trying to be, like, real sweet and kind. We do need to go hiking. And then she hangs up, and she's just like, oh. Yeah. She's she, like, totally fucked. She, like, lets out a yelp. Almost, right? Oh, yeah. Um, fuck, what did, I, what did I reference it as when I was watching? Damn it, I don't remember. But I laughed when she did it. Because it's not a full scream. It's just like a... <laughs> so something stupid. like that. I don't remember what I referenced it as in my head. But anyway, um, Gagyong walks out of this meeting like a badass, ignores a call, and says, um, that's why you should have given me alimony. And then there are a bunch of reporters and cameras outside, and Ga Young tries to leave the studio place, and a Maserati convertible pulls up with the top up, and she gets in like a badass, and it's super dark. You mm-hmm. can't see who's inside. Who did you think was inside? I had two choices. Uh-huh. I did not decide, but I was like, it's either her ex-husband or it's Scarlett. I thought it was her ex-husband because that was the car that she yeah. drove. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, but I was like, Scarlett's the one who's always in the car when someone needs picking up, so <laughs> I feel true. like it's her. I couldn't decide. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it ends up being Scarlett and Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, I was, when that happened, I was like, it's those two. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I literally said that out it's loud. Those two. <laughs> because I thought it was going to be her husband. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was really excited. 
Um, the car drives away. Um, they're at a stoplight. Um, Scarlet pulls down the top, and Ga Young makes a comment like how it looks even more ridiculous now. Uh-huh. Um, and Scarlet tells Ga Young that her ex husband tells her that she would like it if they picked her up in that car. And Scarlet also has a message for Ga Young from her ex husband, which makes her happy. And Tommy and Ga Young seem to have reconciled thing, everything. And then during this whole time, the theme song is playing. Mm-hmm. And then they all get out their shades. They're all slightly different. Uh huh. It's a shot of each one putting on their shades. Yeah, clearly sponsored. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting all their sponsored Yes, last F. And Let's like, do it, y'all. You see all their watches uh-huh, and stuff uh-huh. like that. Car logos and everything. Uh-huh. And then that's basically it. And they ride sense. away into the sunset. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, it was kind of exciting seeing, like, Gog Young be, like, a boss bitch and being, like, peace out. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then just getting into a car, and then we see them, like, all having fun together. But then it's kind of like, oh. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know what happened to Gog Young after that. Yeah. Like, where... And I want to know where she was. Like, what was she doing for three months mm-hmm. so that no one could try her? her best life. Yeah, like... Underground. I, I mean, I know what I could do for three months. Like... With no one tracking me. But I'm just like, where was she? I'm just really curious because I'm wondering if she, like, how she just had money to, like, mm-hmm. do stuff because they were tracking all of her money and her ex-husband's money. Yeah. And maybe she had... And, like, she wasn't in touch with Scarlett, so... Yeah. Crazy stuff. And also what happened with her ex-mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Now that everything's out in the open. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, where would you rank this? Just preliminarily. Prelim- preliminarily? Is that even a word? <laughs> I think so. Preliminarily. Prelim. Well, like preliminary. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Just like gut um, reaction. Better than romance. Okay. Not better than descendants. Or. Bongston. Bongston, I feel like, is a little too hard to compare. It's like a whole genre in and of itself. (laughs) Because it's, like, fun and wacky Mm -hmm. and murdery and Mm -hmm. weird. It's a little bit of everything. It's Mm -hmm. hard to place it with one of those dramas, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought some of it got a little bit boring Mm -hmm. from time to time. And, like, the relationship stuff was never super exciting for me. Like, the most exciting was Scarlett and Jihuan. I agree. I feel like this is... Like, the main the main love interest storyline wasn't my favorite. It fell a little flat. Yeah. I think it's because sometimes, like, these storylines, like, they have the... They have the same conflicts. It's like, they... Tommy and Morgan had the same conflict... From literally the first episode to, like, mm-hmm. the last episode. Mm-hmm. It's that... Well, I guess not. that's not exactly true. At first it started because she was too old for him. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with, like, she doesn't want to get married. But essentially it's that they're in two separate places in yeah. their Different, like, tracks or places in their lives. That's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Which, again, is also, like, a very realistic 
life issue. Yeah. <laughs> so that's also kind of a bummer. It's like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, that's why people break up because mm-hmm. not, it, it's usually not because, like, oh, he cheated on me or, like, he's a terrible person. It's because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you have different goals and it just didn't work out. And also, I'm like, so, yeah, they're probably going to break up in the future. Like, I mean, they basically said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen again, just not now. So that's kind of weird. But, yeah, I'm like, the, the love, I think the love story between uh, Unho and Donnie was more compelling. Yeah. And, like, it gave me more of, like, the feels, like, Yeah, it, will it or will it not. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like very few things top Descendants of the Sun in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, romantic moments. R.I.P. Song Song. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta say it again. Uh Uh-huh. Um, before we started, I I mentioned how I didn't really pay attention to fashion at all. Mm Yes, God! I will say that the standout for me, which has been the standout every time I noticed it, mm-hmm. was Guy Young's nails. Oh, yeah. They're, like, clear with the black, like, tip. Uh-huh. I really like that. I know. I, I was, want that. I was thinking, um, when I got my, like, ridiculously expensive manicure in Korea, I kind of had, <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. A similar effect. And I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I should go to my nail place and see if, they can do a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Not put, like, the jewels and stuff, like, the yeah. Korea, but just, yeah, do, like, the black tip of, like, the line I like across that the a middle. Lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. I wish I could do nail art more often. But now that I, like, started playing bass, like, I'm even less, or I'm even more hesitant to, like, get a manicure because mm-hmm. I have to trim my nails so often. Yeah. Because my, nail gro- my nails grow so fast, but, Yeah. And, like, sometimes the guitar, when I'm strumming, my right hand hits the strings. Mm. And then I look down, and my, like, cheek polish is all, like, scratched up already. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to, like, go somewhere, and then it's all fucked. I want to try those nail stickers. Have you mm-hmm. seen them advertised mm-hmm. on Instagram and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have, like, pretty bad reviews on some mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> but, yeah, I've never tried them. Yeah, neither have I. But I'm like, that would be kind of fun. They're not super expensive mm-hmm. uh, certainly way cheaper than a manicure yeah but yeah um i wrote a couple things down for fashion but like not really um i said scarlet's all pink look when they mm-hmm. go to her, when she has like her little date with jihwan mm-hmm. um i also liked her sunglasses at the end uh, oh yeah i wrote that down too yeah. Um, and then Scarlet's lilac tie top thing. I think it's one of those where, like, the bow is really dramatic and, like, mm-hmm. it might be off the shoulder. I don't really remember. I just like the color, too. And then I also made a comment that the old CEO looks so nice when she's not in those suits and tight ponytails. <laughs> that is verbatim what I wrote yeah. down. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Uh, um, there's also, I think, a black outfit that, um, Tommy is wearing and the top has, like, polka dots that mm-hmm. I liked a lot. Okay. I feel like Tommy, a lot of her outfits are kind of the same. Yeah. She has, like, like, she wears, like, a boring kind of baggy button-up mm-hmm. and, like, a skirt or a pant. It's a very similar silhouette. Mm-hmm. Every time. Her pants are always, like, wide leg pants, mm-hmm. too, so. Mm-hmm. Or it's, like, a really long skirt. Yeah. Yeah. Scarlet, I mean, not to give away my vote, 
for best dressed in the upcoming OK Drama Awards. But Scarlet was clearly the best dressed. Agreed. Oh, I didn't know if I liked this, but I don't know, and I don't know if you noticed this, but um, Gagyong's top when she's like doing her press conference mm-hmm. or not press conference, like um, the last conferencing she does yeah interview doesn't it almost look like one of those things that like uh i don't know the correct term for it almost like a sari i guess yes did you think that too yes okay i thought like because when it first showed her Uh i think it just showed her by herself Uh and it looked like (laughs) it looked like those videos that come in from like I don't know, fucking ISIS, mm-hmm. and they're just, like, in a room, and they're wearing their garb and stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, why is she, did she join? I don't know. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I almost thought, like, she went to, like, a monastery or mm-hmm. something, and she became, like, Buddhist or Hindu or something, and, like, was starting to wear, like, that type of... But just, like, partly? Over her white button. <laughs> like, it, I don't, it wasn't a good look. Yeah, it, she's had better looks. Because, yeah... She definitely had, like, a white button-up underneath it. But mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, what is that? And why? It was weird. Yeah, I, but, did, I didn't really care for it. Yeah. Do one or the other, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, like, pick a different color. Yeah. Because it was, like, that specific like a khaki tan yeah. kind of thing. And, and I'm like, that color to me says something a monk would wear. Not... That's not, like, the greatest color for that, I think. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure there were other fashion things that I just, like, skipped over. Skipped, because mm-hmm. I, was, I was, like, just very into the show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, our, um, our I love you moment. Yeah, you can go first. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. It is when Scarlett and Jiquan reunite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cute. I was gonna say um, their sunrise moment. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Oh, well, they're snuggling. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's sweet. And I guess like honorable mention to Tommy and Morgan getting back together because <laughs> like <laughs> for that, however long they get back together, that is a big moment. But yes, it's like I'm glad they acknowledged that nothing was settled mm-hmm. because that would have bothered me if they hadn't acknowledged that. I'm just like we're back. Yeah, but it's also like, well, shit. Like, I guess maybe the moral of the story is just enjoy yourself while you can. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But also, it's like, but I want to know that y'all are going to be okay. You know? But maybe they will be okay with this, like, newfound understanding that they really love each other. And we'll just see where life takes us. Work it out. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Definitely, like, some, you know, what's the word? MVP women mm-hmm. in the show. Like, Agreed. The women definitely carried it. I mean, well, really, there were only, like, two dudes in the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess three. Yeah, I mean, we saw them. They just didn't play a huge role. Yeah. So that was exciting to see. I actually read this article about how, like, this is one of the most progressive dramas mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of all of, like, you know, the women's and their 
women's <laughs> the women in their careers and like none of them were mothers yeah and like um two mo- out of the three were technically single yeah and like most of them uh most of the conversations they have were like not really about men mm-hmm. i mean they like a lot of it was just like work centric mm-hmm. and um just like openly talking about like them sleeping and drinking like sleeping yeah. with men and drinking and like whatever so yeah that was refreshing it was nice to see do we have any other thoughts before our big awards episode next week Mm, i guess just be on the lookout because we'll be posting those things to vote on yes so we are actually going to have some special guests next week not that alex and andrew aren't special (laughs) and i don't want to get too ahead of myself we have confirmed just the people who will be joining us, but I always get, like, mm-hmm. anxious that something's going to fall through. Yeah. So. One of them I know. The other I don't. Do you yeah. know the other? No, I've never. Okay. I've maybe met him, but just not remembered. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. We'll see if he sucks. <laughs> um, Alex has said that he enjoys the company of this person, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, he didn't really. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Uh, so yeah, um, follow us on Twitter at OK Drama Pod, Instagram OK Drama Podcast. Same for Facebook OK Drama Podcast. All the links are also like in the show notes, and you can email us your thoughts and feelings, or if you have like any questions that you want us to cover on the recap episode. Mm-hmm. Um, fanfic. To, yes, fanfic. Um to okdramapodcast at gmail.com and yeah be on the lookout for the polls because your fan vote will play a part in what whatever characters mm-hmm. get the awards egon's got his instagram account he's ready to vote mm-hmm. it's exciting stuff mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. um yeah so stay tuned for next week when we hand out the awards and Talk more. Yeah. (laughs) Pay that really expensive shipping. (laughs) uh, And go more in depth into the whole drama. And we will talk to you guys then. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, drama!